My name is Mark Karski. I love you guys. Give it up for Mark Karski, making it look easy. What's going on, guys? Episode 65 of The Comedian. Uh, currently June 9th, going to the city for the first time to do stand-up. Uh, anxiety almost got the best of me, kind of nervous. Uh, hopefully I know somebody there, but I probably won't. I thought there was one close by today, but there's not, obviously. So it's gonna take me about an hour and 10 to get to. Um, yeah, sign up is like 50 minutes from now or whatever, but it should be good. I wanna go to the city, I love the city. They said there's like four open mics around it that you could hit, but I'll probably just do one. Uh, I'm gonna be talking about my friend sucking dick with the Uno thing, all the questions I asked him, ask about the red flags of the girl, the wiping the cum on her face, the uh, Rainforest Cafe, asking for old noise in Chicago. Uh, not too anxious at the moment. Um, I think I'm, it'll, it'll be a good time. It doesn't look like a big venue. It looks like a small bar type shit, but at least they have like tables and stuff where I can set my big ass camera down. Uh, I should show you guys what camera I bring. It's like a, if you know Casey Neistat, it's like that kind of setup. Anal bead camera type shit. Um, anal bead like tripod. If, I sh if you saw it, you'd, you'd know. Um, but should be a good time. I wonder if I'll stay for the whole thing. Depends on how many comics there are because it's so far away, you know? But yeah, that's the stuff I'll be working on. Maybe some crowd work, we'll see. Um, I think it's hosted by like three people though, but I don't know, that doesn't really matter. It'll be a good time. I love going to the city. I love seeing the um, the big buildings and all that shit. Like I love seeing downtown. It's really motivating. I used to like drive there back in the day before I knew what I wanted to do and stuff just to get like motivated by like how much money was just there and stuff. Like how everything's so expensive and nice and shit. I love Chicago, but I haven't really been to any other places. So. I would love to check out other cities, like New York and stuff. But MySpace said I was supposed to die. Like I was supposed to get shot in New York. That's what MySpace said, so. <laughs> I should bring that up on stage one day. All right, love you guys. Mwah. All right, y'all. Everyone give it up for Mark Karski. Yeah, how's it going, guys? All five was in six plus. This stand-up isn't even meant for this little amount of people. I love it. It's okay. <laughs> It'll be a good time. So, uh, I'm not good at red flags at all. Like, I would still fuck Amber Heard. Would you guys still or no? Is that, like, off the table? Yeah. You would? Absolutely. Hell yeah, dude. She, she needs it. She's broke. <laughs> She's so broke, dude. It's hilarious. Um, but, like, I'm so bad at red flags. I'm going to give you guys a couple red flags. That I think we're red flags. We'll see. This one girl is coming to visit me and she asked if Illinois was inside of Chicago. Is that a red flag? 29 year old woman? You should know where you're going, at least. Uh, let me know if this is a red flag. Favorite restaurant? Rainforest Cafe. <laughs> like, what about, what about the tigers? You like the ambiance? I don't get. She's the type of girl, like, if you passed horses, she would be like, horsies. It was. <laughs> It was rough, and uh, she also wanted me to white cum on her face so that the airport knows that she's a little slut. Is that a red flag? No, would you guys, you guys fuck with that? That's me, I was like, this is a terrible decision. This is not gonna be a good relationship, but I did it, even though I didn't want to. 
Uh, it wasn't cute like Simba, it was like war paint, dude. It was fucking. <laughs> it's gross. After posting that clarity, I was like, I don't, I don't want to do this. I don't like this. But something else I don't like. I feel like actually I don't have enough material here for the whole four minutes, but it's okay. This might be one of the last things. We'll see. Something else I don't like is that small dick. Everybody talks about their small dick. There's no like comedian that's up here like complaining about a big penis, but like, uh, have you guys heard of Gender Bender Day in high schools? Okay, so it's like a day where you would dress the opposite gender of you. Nowadays there's so many genders, but back in my day there were two, okay? So I dressed as the opposite of me, which is a woman. I had like a girl sweater on, fake tits, and yoga pants. And there was, uh, there was no penis through the yoga pants. My friends were like, Mark, are you tucking right now? I was like, yeah, I'm tucking the entire time, man, absolutely. <laughs> I love that I drove an hour from here to say that and just have it not give you laughs. That's hilarious to me, actually. <laughs> That's like the funniest part. Well, I'm gonna kill this dude. But um, my penis was big one time. <laughs> Once. It was uh, to a full adult grown woman. All right, she lived in Japan for a little bit. I don't know. I don't know how vaginas work, like, at all, but I think they might form to what you're getting fucked by, usually, so uh, I was inserting it, and she was like, <sighs> I was like, shut up. <laughs> I could take this, are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, that's the end of it. That's my last little bit, guys. <laughs> uh, my name is Mark Karski, I appreciate you guys. Yo, what's cracking, guys? Episode 65 of The Comedian. Um, I thought I fucking did terrible, honestly. Getting off that stage, I thought I bombed. Even I think the next guy, the next stand-up even said I bombed. in Because uh, I made a joke about me, like, I drove an hour here for that to not work. And that, that got a little bit of a laugh. Uh, I always had that, like, joke ready to go in case I didn't get a laugh at something if I drove far. I just always had that, like, thought. Like, it's fucking, I drove an hour out here. For that to fail. Yo, come on. Um, so I wrote down as I was watching, like, not bad first half. Uh, the music was distracting. I don't think I really noticed it when I was on stage. But when I'm watching, it's very distracting. Um, but, I, like, I kind of get into, like, the... I try and get into a flow state right before I go on stage. Like, I... I just, like, focus on... like I, like, let everything go. I don't try and overthink or think about it. And I just do it. Um... The tucking, when I talk about like having a small dick and wearing yoga pants, that's when it uh, the bombed, the joke didn't work. I think that's when I started freaking out a little bit. Not like, I don't look like worried on stage, but like what happened to me was like, when I went to go reach for the mic stand, I believe, around that time, I started to feel like, I, usually the stand-up goes by in a flash and I can't even grasp the feeling of what it's like and I'm always chasing that. But at one point it started to slow down and I was like, more in the moment and not in the flow state. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, I just was so aware of words coming out of my mouth and that I'm saying things and I have to, that I'm, I'm doing this. Like, I'm, like, almost just thinking about it too much. Um, but it's not as bad as I thought. Like, uh, the feel like I, like I just said, yeah, in the head towards the end, it went in slow motion pretty much. But I guess that's just, like, normal speed because flow state, like, speeds everything up. And my friend pointed out it's probably, like, the flow state when I don't grasp things because, like, like, you don't grasp the time when you're on stage. That's why it's so good to record your sets and stuff um, and review them. But, like, when you're in a flow state, stuff time goes by very quickly. Like, you, you can't grasp time and shit. So, 
uh, one of the things was how I said when I started, like right when I started, uh, there was only six people there, uh, like three in the back, not listening, three in the front and like the two hosts. So that's seven, um, I think. So like, and it's like a narrow spot, like the stage isn't big and it's very narrow. So you could see everybody at once and everybody's face. So like when you pan back and forth, when because like after a certain amount of time, you like, at least I did, I developed when going on stage, looking at crowds, like not to look at people, but pretend like you're looking at people. You probably are looking at people, but you can't see them. You're just looking at like right between the people you can't see and above the people you can see. So you're not looking at their faces and stuff and getting in your head and overthinking it. You're just scanning back and forth. Or maybe I'm doing it wrong. I don't know. But you just develop where to look and stuff and shit, I guess. And not let the spotlights overpower you. You get used to it. Um, but seeing all of them at once and all of their faces just like how I look probably uh, when I sit and watch stand up like I'm or I, like if it's good I just like bob my head I'm not like too much of a laugher but like let me know if you like this was hard to watch or if this was a bomb um I came out thinking it was I just walked out of that place I was like oh god this is terrible <laughs> like just uh I wasn't like overthinking it what I liked was because I remember since I thought I bombed I was thinking about how I was getting laughs at certain points even when I was like freaking out a little bit on the inside um Laughs were still coming, even though when, like, maybe the um, timing or, like, because I was, like, more scared and, like, and shit like that, um, the, maybe the timing wasn't as there and shit like that. But the jokes, there's certain ones that still worked. So, to me, those are undeniable, like, undeniably funny. If I'm freaking out and I'm saying I'm wrong and they still work to a crowd of barely any people and shit, like, to, that shows that the joke definitely works. You know what I'm saying? Um, but... I think I was in my head way too much about it. I think I did, like, getting off of it, I did way worse than I saw that I did. You know, maybe it's not, um, obviously it's not my best set. Maybe it's not even a good set. But I thought I fucking did terrible. But watching it, I didn't do terrible. It was downtown Chicago and Wrigleyville. So, like, I was kind of nervous about that as well. There's just something about downtown where, like, I don't know, it just seems more experienced and stuff. But, like, it's a really, like, really nice, if you've been to, like, Wrigleyville and shit like that, it's, like, right by all the bars and shit like that. It's really nice. But when I walked out, I was like, I don't give a fuck about this place. Fuck this. <laughs> Ugh. And finding parking sucked. Man, having to find parking longer than your entire set is hilarious. What I noticed also was, like, I was going through material really quick, and that's also when I, like, I think that's exactly when I started getting scared. When I said I don't have, like, enough material to fill this time. But I asked how much long we get, and we only got four minutes. So I was kind of... Like, oh, shit, with that. I think the whole t amount of time is 3.55 with the a little bit of the comedian before. So when I cut it out, it'll probably be like three, a total of 3.30 when I had an allotted four minutes. But what sucks is have like, think, you know, not doing super good and then having to go tomorrow, which is a 10-minute spot at a place where they do mixed open mic where it's, um, I look like I'm blending into this chair, by the way, where uh, it's mixed uh, with music, you can do whatever you want on stage with music and stand up. It sucks. Like the music part, bruh. It's hard to follow a country singer who doesn't talk about his penis one time. And you're like, here's some cum talk. But 
need that 10 minutes and it'll be a good time to it's a good place to practice and shit and it's close it's the vixen and McHenry. if anybody's wondering cool spot very cool spot and they have a really big stage for like the people who are important you know not the fucking open micers um but nothing tonight sadly so the last time i went up was that was thursday this bomb i'm watching it on sunday right now i was like i can't watch this and i was like worried with having to watch it but then i was relieved honestly i, I like in my head i did way worse so this was um at least there were laughs, and I know like laughs with um, thi- like now I'm more confident in the things that are gonna get laughs and shit like that. Um, I'll probably watch it again and shit, but I was just more focused, honestly, on just watching if I bombed and shit. And if you could see the sweat pouring out of my forehead, but let me know what you guys think. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. I appreciate every single one of you. If you want to support this comedic journey further, you can go over to patreon.com slash wineboxpoppy. That's the best way to support because, uh, you well, actually, this channel doesn't really get demonetized, but my main channel does, and that's like the main shit I do. If you want to check out the main channel, it's uh, Winebox Poppy. I just talk shit about like reality television and stuff. It's a good time. But they love to demonetize and all that shit. But if you can't or don't want to, I totally understand. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Let's keep that algorithm going, baby. I love you. Mwah.